0: Mason Wake crosses the goal line for the first points of this game. They give it straight ahead for a touchdown. That's the fullback Mason Wake. Mason Wake gets his second touchdown of the game. Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Wake
1: up! It's the Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and of The Zone. It's time for Wake's Takes, joining us now as he does every single week. Mason Wake, uh, BYU fullback with us. What's going on, Mason? Good to see you. Good to see you guys. So 3-0, and uh, and we've got a lot to get to uh, with you this week, by the way. But uh, but 3-0, and uh, Arizona State comes in ranked. Um, huge win to follow up the Utah uh, win. Just kind of how are you feeling as a team and, and where you guys are right now?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, we felt like we didn't play at our best. We felt like uh, the first three games, we've kind of cheated ourselves. We haven't played at our best. Um, um, I felt like uh, we got, like, the fans really helped us out that game. Like, we didn't have a lot of energy. offense has started slow pretty much every game, and that, that crowd really um, energized us and um, – uh, just like I don't know just like brought energy and that's just what we needed as an offense and we slowly got got going but um, th- those fourth quarters when we have those five minute drives we had to get to Utah and then Arizona State um, really show who we are uh, we go we come off to small star- or slow starts but we finished pretty strong.
0: So aside from the energy Mason what do you got to do to uh, what do you have to correct. Um,
2: it's just little things, the small, simple mistakes, like false starts or just something like that. that are just drive killers and just penalties. Uh, We didn't have a ton, but, um, as far as just making mistakes, just like MAs and, um, just, we need to just, uh, just clean up those little things. And, um, we need to start fast as an offense for sure.
1: Well, uh there was another hurdle incident. Uh, I don't know if you heard, we have to ask you about this. Our guy, uh, our guy, Carl on Twitter was, uh, was tagging jump man and all this stuff. I even saw a silhouette logo, uh, of, uh, of it. Uh, you know, you should be the new, like whatever Jerry West is to the NBA. You should be that for BYU football, but, uh, uh, you got a lot of reaction online, I guess just sum it up. It just, you know, are you looking for it? It just keeps happening. Let it. what's, what's going on
2: are you saying as far as a hurdle yeah um honestly whenever i get the ball like i don't even think about doing anything my body just reacts my brain just does whatever it wants like i would had i got the ball and i didn't even know there was a guy there but my body just boom like just hurdle <laughs> i don't know what it is it's either a hurdle or a run them over but um i honestly don't think too much about it like it just happens ever since freshman year of high school i've been doing it so it's just something that i've added to my game and um Defenders have to look out for that. And so when they think I'm going to hurdle, I can run them over when they're going high. Um, and then when they go low, I can just jump over. them. just adding those things to my game um, has made me the player I am today. And I just love getting the ball.
0: <laughs> now, Mason, I've got to tell you, Jake thinks that when athletes get uh, hit in the nether regions, he finds that hilarious. It is he, funny. Yeah,
1: He thinks that's the funny.
0: funniest thing in the world. And I'm just wondering when you're hurtling guys, I mean, are you uh
1: What a terrible question.
0: Really, no, I wondered if you were ever worried about the undercarriage, you know?
2: <laughs> Honestly, uh, it's happened a few times, but like just the adrenaline that's happening, I don't feel it until a couple of plays later, but it's definitely
0: happened.
1: <laughs> that's funny. Um So uh, the the thing about the hurdle and, and, you know, you're coming on the show and you've got a lot of personality and you've become a fan favorite. And I, I, couldn't help but notice. So online, there was some Arizona State fans getting a little loose on Twitter because you, uh, on a specific play where I believe it was the one where Jaron Hall got hurt, you uh, you you voiced uh, uh, an opinion at a play, in a player's direction, and uh, a lot of a lot of Arizona State fans came out of the woodwork online. But uh, also uh, the the BYU response, huh? Terrific uh, coming to your aid. But uh, what what do you think about that? Because you're active social media, you see that stuff
2: yeah i mean just the fans having my back uh pretty huge but i mean i'm always gonna have my quarterback's back like when he got hurt that player said something and i wasn't gonna let him just get away with it so i i mean i'm not gonna say what i said but um yeah i'm just i just wasn't gonna let him get away with it it was kind of bullcrap but yeah just seeing the twitter things are pretty funny uh and then having the fans get my back like it just blows up and it's hilarious but yeah, I just have fun with that stuff. Like, people can say what they want. I don't really care, but I'm, I'm, I mean, they can get mad at me if they want, but I'm going to have my quarterbacks
0: back. Well, without getting overly descriptive about what was said, can you uh, sort of give us uh, a little hint?
2: I mean, I mean, I don't want to throw him, that guy under the bus, but, I mean, when, when Jaron was, was shaking up, the guy that tackled him pretty much just called him soft, and I was just like, hmm. oh, that's not cool. Like, I just got up in his face. That's all I'll say about it. But,
0: yeah, it was just like, you know, that's, that's not cool. But. Don't mess
1: with Mason Wake's quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, uh, speaking of don't, don't mess with Mason Wake, all right, I'm going to get this up on my uh, phone and see if I can uh, show it to you. But our our guy, Hans Olsen, uh, I'm, I'm sure you've come across Hans at uh, at some point. Um, he does a film review for for the games, and uh, he does a really great job and, and posts it online, and it's, uh, it's really great. And I want to read you his tweet. And uh, he says, personally, I like the moments from Mason Wake more than. Uh, excuse me, I like these moments from Mason Wake more than his hurdles. Watch him collapse an entire defensive edge at the goal line, and uh, it's. Uh, I don't know if I can show you, but it's it's that. Oh, you can't see it. Oh yeah, Tyler's first touchdown. Yeah, his first touchdown. What 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 do you think about that?
2: Um. Yeah, I mean, the fans like hurdling, but me personally and my coaches, Mm -hmm. me personally as a player, I love just being in there. I don't care if I'm getting the ball. Like, everyone loves getting the ball, but I mean, since freshman year, I've told my coach, like, I don't want the ball. I want to be in there. I want to be blocking. I'll take all the pass blocks. Like, I I just want to be in there and just help my team. I felt like I can help my team in that way. Like, I don't need the ball. But, um, and I've talked to Coach Roderick about it. Like, he's just saying, Yeah. Like the better you block, like the better you are as a blocker, the more you'll get the ball because that's like, that's what comes with it. Like you you become a good blocker and then everything else opens up um, in the pass game and the run game and everything. But yeah, me personally, I take pride in blocking. That's, that's probably my favorite thing to do. And I haven't done the best this year, but, I'm still working on it. Well,
1: that play, that play had to be fun because because Hans understated it. I mean, you rolled up the left flank like you were General Patton. I mean, you crushed like four dudes off to the side. I mean, (laughs) that had to be fun, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, that was just the main thing. I wanted to wash down the edge to create that one on one with Tyler and the linebacker. And I'm taking it might have been the safety, but I'm taking Tyler Algier over anyone one on one. So that was just my plan, just to wash it down and give him a two way go on a on a linebacker.
1: Wash it down. I like, I like that, too.
0: Yeah, I like it. Okay. All right, so, Mason, obviously everyone's been talking about Tyler Algier and the way he ran down the defender after he picked uh, Jaron's pass off. So you want to help your team any which way you can, and, and I'm not uh, wishing any kind of turnover on your offense, but can we uh, count on seeing Mason Wake run down uh, a uh, when the ball gets turned over like that and make a play like that?
2: yeah i think anyone on our offense would do it even on defense like that's just the culture that Kalani's building and um, creating in our in our facility and our family um just like to never give up and just to trust your teammates like like we we talked yesterday at our team meeting like everyone in the stands was surprised that tyler Algier ran down that guy and then made him fumble but none of us were surprised like that's what we expect out of each other and that's what we we expect out of tyler he's one of our leaders and Um, that's just who he is and that's who everyone on our team is like that's just we just expect that out of each other and um like I said that's just the culture that Kalani's building um and he's just teaching us to be great men um not just football players just like like that that right there what Tyler did was a life lesson just like to never give up and um yeah that's just that's purely um coach Kalani um just wanting us to be great men because that 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 was that wasn't just a football play that was that took
0: heart and that was that was like I still get chills thinking about it, and yeah, I just love Tyler. So along those, same, along those sorry, Jake, along those same lines, is that the personality of this team or, or how would you describe the personality of this uh, this iteration of the Cougars? So Kalani, he
2: tries to um, just to teach us to be great man. I'm, I'm sure a lot of coaches do that, but I mean, he just harps on it every day. Like, he just wants us, like, right after that win, it was such a good win, and we get to the locker room, and he's, he's harping on us on just to, like, follow the honor code and, like, the, the dress and grooming standards and not having beards and not talking about the game. He's just, like, saying, do that for yourself and, like, um, for people around you just to, like, um, clean up, uh, just follow the rules, and, like, that's what he was talking about. But I'd say, like, the, the identity that Coach Kalani wants us to have, and he tells us, like, every day, he wants us to be the most physical team in college football, like go knock people on their on their butts and then help them up after. And so they're like, they're like, "Yo, this guy just this guy just kicked my butt and then he just helped me up. What the heck?" And that that's he said that's what the the quarterback was um, praising us for. That he said the D line and the linebackers knocked him down a bunch, but they helped him up, and he was super surprised by that. And that's just how Kalani wants us to play, and um, that makes us become better men. And yeah, I love it for that.
1: So. I know what coaches would say about this question, but coaches, as we all uh, all three of us know, all four of us uh, are not humans. Uh, They're robots. Um, and there's no doubt that the brand of South Florida isn't necessarily Arizona State or Utah. And coaches will say, you know, well, we get up for every game. Bronco Hall before Kalani was was famous for this. You know, it, it makes no difference in all this and that. And it's like, OK, but it, but it does. So how do you keep your you know, how do you keep your energy level or I guess your aura, your chi where it needs to be when the brand or, or the hype around the game might not be the same?
2: Um, there's a bunch of things that go into play to that. But, I mean, I'd say coming in on Monday, on a Monday after a big win, and then playing a team like USF, which they're, they're a good team, and they're physical, and they're, they'll they be a good opponent. But just, I mean, like I said, I think it was last week. Like, BYU has a, like a history of playing in big games and winning big games, and then next week laying an egg. And um, I think when you have a head coach that comes in a couple of days after our first meeting – after the game and he's just, I mean, he was just intense yesterday and he was just, I mean, he just, like, just harps on all the time, just keep that energy, like, anyone can beat anyone. Um, I mean, yeah, just having a coach um, be intense after a good win and not even really talking about the win. He was just talking about life and just, like, I mean, just just this opponent and then, yeah, I mean, it's it's just easy to go out and play. Like I said last week, it's easy to go out and play hard for a coach that you love.
0: Mason, is this team realizing what, after three straight wins, what might be afoot with this team this season? Uh, I know you're not looking ahead or anything, but are you doing along the lines of what Jake was talking about there, understanding that if you take care of your business every week, something really extraordinary could happen? Yeah, I mean –
2: Obviously, as a team, you want to, like, expect the most out of each other and um, want to play your best. And, like, last week, when the team um, – when we played Utah, when the when the crowd stormed the field, like, they were surprised that we won. But us as players and as coaches, we weren't really surprised. Like, we knew that we would – go if we went in there and did our thing, that um, we would win and we'd have the outcome that we wanted. And um, that's just our mentality right now. Like, we can only beat ourselves. Like, that's um, – we just – like just that, having that mentality has been great for us, and um, we know that we're a special team. Uh, but we don't want to just harp on that too much. But yeah, just we just know if we go out there and we we don't we don't shoot ourselves in the foot and we just go out there and play our game, then we can be pretty special.
1: All right, Jazz Camp is right around the corner. We know you're a, you're a jazz fan. Should we should we lay out some expectations or some thoughts? Uh, I mean, going into the season, I saw uh, Gordon. Uh, what was it we were talking about the other day? ESPN uh, did their their panel or whatever and had the Jazz finishing first. Uh, so expectations are there. You got any thoughts?
2: Uh, I mean, we pretty much didn't lose anyone, and we added Rudy Gay and then Hassan Whiteside and a few others. But I'd say, yeah, I think. Coach Quinn Snyder, he's a freaking beast. I love that guy. But um, just having Donovan Mitchell and just having that whole team just come back and having the chemistry build even more, I mean, I think we're top two. The Lakers got good, but I just don't think Russell Westbrook's going to be that good. Like, it's going to be a weird fit. It is
1: a weird fit. I agree. I don't know if the Lakers are going to be that. I don't know if that's going to work. But it's LeBron, so, I mean.
2: I know. LeBron finds a way all the time, and I'm sure he'll add more stars during the season. But, yeah, I'd say – I mean, I th- I'd hope number one, but we just got to make sure we we get some good coaching in the playoffs. Like I said, we would have won that series if Rudy Gobert was out of the game. But, yeah, I'm excited for this year. I cannot wait.
1: Gordon, who would you who would you handicap the next uh, Lakers star that they're going to sign? What, what do you what do you think? Uh, Charles Oakley? Uh, you one of the Davis guys, like Antonio Davis? Uh, who uh, who else? Uh, might they bring Ray Allen back? He can still shoot yeah, it.
0: Maybe Artist Gilmore. Oh, wow, that's, that's going <laughs> way back. That's, I don't even know if he's still with us, but uh, uh Mason, if you're that big a fan of <laughs> Snyder, uh, Jake and I can see if we can uh, uh arrange uh, you to meet him sometime. So, uh, yeah, I'd love that. That dude is awesome, I've looked up to him for
1: a long time.
0: And I think that wouldn't
1: even team be team? against the rules anymore, right? to am to not to sure. Yeah, I, mean, I about that. I'm just more making a, a joke about how as wonky as the, the rules As long as Quinn doesn't buy dinner or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh,
0: but are we just going to let Mason skate on by saying, I love Quinn
2: Snyder, but if you would have taken the world's best defender in the history of basketball off the floor, you
1: oh, Ma- would have been better? We're not going to let Mason you on. You that. were with us week one. That that was, that came out week one, that, that take right there. So Austin's not going to let you <laughs> be skate better, on Mason, that. Be better, Mason. Be better.
2: <laughs> my bad, my bad.
1: <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> hold
0: on, hold on, Mason. Did you ever play any ball yourself? Yeah, I actually played pretty much
2: my entire life, but going to Lone Peak, it was kind of a hard – that's kind of like they were really good football, basketball, pretty much every sport, and it was hard to play two sports. But, I mean, that was my favorite thing growing up, and i that's my favorite thing to watch. Basketball is probably my favorite thing to do and play. and uh, Yeah, I just love it.
1: Okay, so who – who would be your NBA comp? You know what I mean? What who? who uh, your game resembled whom, would you say?
2: Oh, man. I mean, when we play with the football guys, they like my roommate's about to hear me next door, probably Blake Freeland, <laughs> but I think I'm a pretty good defender. Like Baylor Romney, everyone was saying how good he was, and then I showed up and I locked him down. But, <laughs> I mean, I'm... I'm pretty much an all-around player. All I, don't, right. I don't know. I, I got to think about it. maybe like a Marcus Smart, who's just he's shorter, but he's annoying, good defender, and he can play offense too. Uh, even though I don't really like Marcus Smart at all, but
1: he's got good, he's know. got a good game though. Like there's there's toughness there. You know, he knows he knows what he's doing.
2: I'll just go out
0: on a limb and say I'm like LeBron James. Yeah, say that. all right, all uh, around. That's nice. That's very uh, humble of you. It is. Mason, uh, <laughs> speaking <laughs> of annoying, who's the most annoying teammate? Most annoying teammate? Uh, I think
2: if we're having a debate on the team, probably Peyton Wilgar. That guy, he will, even if he's wrong in like an argument, he will never shut up about it. And that dude, even if we're running sprints in the summer, like that dude is just always finding someone to debate with. If It's always Michael Jordan and LeBron James. He's always. He's a big basketball guy. He's always debating basketball. But, I mean, that dude just never shuts up, and it's hilarious.
0: Gordon, who does that remind you of? He's he's even right when he's wrong, a lot like Jake Scott.
1: Okay. Okay. Sounded a lot like Jake Uh, there. Yeah. Uh, Okay. (laughs) I was more wrong than you, and here's why. (laughs) Okay, that does kind of sound like me. Uh, But, uh, Mason, thank you very much. Good luck against South Florida. Uh, This has been a lot of fun, as always.
2: Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.